From WKYT Podcast, this is Uniquely Kentucky. I'm your host, Amber Philpotts. Kentucky listeners, we have taken the show on the road today. We're at a place that screams quintessential summer. We have taken it on the road to the ballpark, baseball, Whitaker Bank Ballpark. As I sit here today, we're in the middle of the Kentucky High School Athletic Baseball State Championship Games. Awesome. So I'm here to talk to the CEO and President, General Manager. He used to do parking here. I think he's done everything. Mr. Andy Shea. Andy, how are you today? I'm doing great. Thanks for coming and visiting me. This is awesome. I mean, you get to come to work every single day at the ballpark. It's so cool, and I never, I try not to ever take it for granted. I mean, this is my 15th season with the Legends, which is still so weird and bizarre to say out loud because I still remember that first year and getting yelled at at these high school games uh, by parents for charging $2 of parking. And in the back of my head, because I, at that time, was semi-recently a high school baseball player, I'm like, man, I would have done anything to play at a pro ball, play at a pro ballpark, at a professional baseball stadium, be in the professional dugout. And I'm getting yelled at now, 650 miles away from anyone I know for two or three bucks for parking. But um, it is awesome. And I mean, every time you walk up and you park in a baseball stadium and you walk in next to the tickets, and I mean, heck, I'm wearing shorts and Nikes now. I mean, it's pretty awesome. It's a pretty good gig. Yeah. We are so fortunate to have not only this facility in Whitaker Bank Ballpark right here in Lexington, but just to have a professional team like the Legends here. You guys have been around now how many years? This is our 19th season. Wow, that is hard to believe because I remember all the hubbub leading yep. up to it. And then I guess time really does fly when you're having fun. It's amazing. Seriously, man. And it's wild. And that's you know why I love it personally and professionally, I guess, is that you just get a chance to meet and see literally hundreds and thousands of different people that um, they all come here smiling and hopefully leave here smiling too. But uh, it's just awesome. I mean, we've got people that just for the high school state tournament is a perfect example because it's literally from all over the state. Uh, for Legends games, they come in from all over the place to see the game, to have fun uh, and just like affordable fun. Uh, and then we've got the Ludacris concert next week. So, I mean, it just brings in so many different people and it is like just a true entertainment venue as well. We should say that the Legends are the reigning South Atlantic League champions. That was pretty cool. You have the rings to prove it. Oh, I yeah. Have my own ring yes, now. we got the bling. That is uh, that's really awesome. And I think a lot of times people just think, well, we've got minor league baseball. I mean, they might win a few games. But you guys really came in with the idea that we were really going to make a winning team here in Lexington. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I mean, it was it was just like, you know, it was just one of those ones where it sounds hokey or whatever. I mean, people say it even in Little League where, like, you can just tell with how they mesh and their vibe. Well, it's very true. I mean, and that's what was cool with the guys last year is that they were really, I mean, because when you think about the socioeconomic background of all of the players on our team, so say just average, there's 25 guys on our team, probably on average about a third of them are from Latin America, a third of them were signed by the Royals out of high school, and then the other third were signed out of college. And so whether it's across the country, our map, or across the world really, they're just thrown in a room and they're around each other all the time. They travel about 10,000 miles on a bus together. They play almost every single day. Um, so it's really kind of unique when you can get them all on the same page because for the vast majority of the guys, this is their first full year of pro ball. Um, so 
no matter what their background is, they definitely never played this many games and traveled this often and this much and everything. Um, so anyway, so it's a lot of fun and that was, it was really cool seeing it from a team perspective because we've had a lot of it from the individual perspective where a few years ago, Ben Zobrist, former Legends, was the World Series MVP. Uh, the year before that, Jose Altuve was the American League MVP. Uh, JD, uh, JD Martinez came in second in uh, AL MVP and he won the World Series last year. So we've had a bunch of individuals that have gone on to do awesome things. But again, it was really, really cool having them all, you know, as a team and just succeed like crazy last year. And then it's always fun, too, to have the guys that maybe played ball here, like, say, at UK and find their way back here. And that's really a cool experience as well. Oh, that's awesome. So, I mean, this, you know, one of our pitchers this year is Zach Hockey. It's awesome. Uh, one of my, you know, I love I love all my legends the same, but <laughs> one of the favorite definitely uh this guy Anderson Miller, who he played, he grew up and played in South Lexington Little League. Mm -hmm. He played at Lafayette High School. He went to play baseball at Western Kentucky, and then he played for the Legends. He was the first and still only Lexington guy that wore a Lexington Legends uniform. And I mean, his parents are absolutely awesome, and they showed me a picture of him when he was like 12 years old, wearing like you know one of the first Legends T-shirts. Oh, that's great! And it was the coolest, coolest thing seeing that you know that he. Here he was, grew up around it, went to games, was a fan, and then when he was a 21-year-old, was playing for us. So, I mean, it was so cool and just, you know, just an awesome story. That is the thing I think that dreams are made of, especially, you know, when you think, when you grow up playing sports, you want to make it to the next level, whatever that next level yep. is going to be. And so you think about a kid playing in Little League here in town and being able to come dress out in a, oh. in a minor league uniform is pretty cool. It's awesome. It's so cool. And then... You know, again, being like the the level that we are in a lot of these guys' first year of pro ball, the way, way, way vast majority of them do not take that for granted. So they are pumped about talking to the kids, talking to the charities that we work with, hanging out with them, going to appearances and events, whether it's at schools, libraries, hospitals. Our guys literally do it all. Um, and last year, again, talking about that special team, one of the guys it was funny. I start seeing these pictures pop up like on Facebook and stuff. I'm like, what the heck is that? I was like, did we like, when did we do a backpack drive with the YMCA? He did it himself. Wow. Like he, he and he's not here. He was, he's 20 now. He's not, he was 19 last year. Um, and it was just like, man, that is so cool that a 19 year old in this position when he could be stressing, he could be sleeping. I mean, let's be honest. Like a lot. Of, also, know, let's could. be honest. These guys are not making it rich. I mean, yeah. I think we have that you know, false sense because we see, you know, the draft just happened and you oh, see yeah. these multi-million dollar contracts and these guys are really doing the best they can on very little pay. As you said, they're they're racking up the miles on a bus going oh, yeah. from city to city and it's it's not glamorous, if you will. No, that, and that's what, you know, that's again what's super interesting is that some of those guys in the draft, they definitely get a comfortable, very comfortable amount of money. Some of the guys don't get their trip paid for to spring training, you know, and then they're hanging around each other so I mean it's really you know the whole dynamic of it is super interesting so when you have guys like that you know that literally spend their own time in a town that he had never been to Lexington before and you know really there's a chance he may never again but he wanted to do more in a sense than play professional baseball here it was awesome Andy, you are sort of working the family business if you will right yep um, your family bought the legends several years ago and literally as we said I, I joked about you working parking but you kind of worked your way all the way up 
to now having that title of you know president CEO. Talk to me about that and just how your all's family got into this. Well, so it's funny. So I mean, I played baseball at Boston College, and someone had approached my father about potentially being a minority investor in the Major League Baseball team, the Tampa Bay Devil Rays, now the Rays. Um, and he, so he kicked the tires, was interested. He's a huge, huge baseball fan. Again, I was, he had a, you know, I'm a, I have one other brother, so I mean, I'm the oldest son, and he was playing college baseball. So again, he had all the, you know, the passion for it, but then it was someone started talking to him like, hey, you know, you should really look the minor league baseball angle. It's an awesome business. It's great for the communities. You, you know, the markets are all fantastic. So that's when he started looking at that and um, bought the Legends and a team in Michigan at the time. And it was funny, the timing for me, I ended up tearing my shoulder, so my playing career was done. And I had never been to the state of Kentucky, let alone Lexington, and I had never even been to a minor league baseball game at that point. I had played at two stadiums, but I had never been in, like, to an actual minor league baseball game. Um, but I moved down here when I was 22, because I was like, hey, you know, it's around baseball, and that's fun, and I just graduated uh, you know, a few months ago. So I got my last uh, Beach Lifeguard summer in, of course. Uh, but then you know, moved here a few months later, and uh, the first year, again, like I was going literally door to door, business to business, um, selling season tickets, or at least trying to sell season tickets. And I still remember like it was yesterday that my fifth day of work here, I was walking door to door in Winchester selling season tickets. And, I, you know, I mean, talk about culture shock, everything between, you know, and, and it was on my fifth day of my professional career. Um, and then I worked the parking lot during games. Um, and again, at the time, you know, I was like, man, what the heck? Like, who else did this? Why am I, you know, like, where am I? Like, I don't know, like, you know, should I be in Philadelphia, all that? But now I wouldn't trade it for the world. And now I love every single one of those experiences. And I love being able to really see the parking lot and see what it took to promote and sell the season tickets and learn the business and everything else. And, um, you know, again, when I first moved here, I thought I'd be here for one season. Then it turned into two seasons. Then it was three, you know, before you know it, I'm starting 15 and have a family here and little brothers from Big Brothers Big Sisters and, you know, just Lexington is home now. You know, in talking about working your way up and, and now being the age that you are and you're, you know, that title president and CEO, a lot comes with that. You know, what do you find, Andy? How do you lead people? How do you make the best work environment possible over here at the Legends? Well, as I think you probably know, I'm all about having fun. And I mean, I learned that lesson when I was in high school and I still quote him to this day, my high school football coach. I thought I had a couple good games, but the head coach was just ripping me a new one. And I was, so then the next game I was like absolutely awful. And then the next game I wasn't very good. And I guess I wasn't holding myself upright and everything. So my assistant coach who ended up becoming my head coach the next year said, he's like, dude, what's up? Like, what's wrong? I was like, man, I thought I was doing awesome. And then, you know, all the head coach does is just tear me a new one and like brings me down. You know, like I was like, he was like, Andy, he was like, no matter what you're doing in life, he was like, whether it's socially, whether it's in football, whether it's in school or anything, he was like, you're not going to be good if you're not having fun. And that has stuck with me like crazy, maybe sometimes too much, but uh, <laughs> I had to take it a little too literally. But I love it. We all have fun in the office. We all joke like crazy. We all you know, we're pretty informal, but we definitely have our goals, our numbers, our targets, our roles and responsibilities. And, you know, everyone works here a ton. So, I mean, that's the other thing of just, you know, having that balance and just being able to, you know, still relate to some of the people that are newer to the legends, but then, you know, being able to 
say, literally, you know, let alone the experiences of being here for 15 years. I mean, it's pretty awesome. And, you know, I've been able to meet a lot of people. And I think that's, you know, it's, it's fun being able to get certain new people's foot in the door somewhere, or connect them with someone because I didn't have that and I would have loved that, you know, and it's one of those things where it's like, you know, hey, I, I remember the things that I wouldn't change for the world my first few years with the Legends, but I also remember the things for sure that, you know, I was like, man, how did I stick around another week <laughs> after dealing with that or not having that or whatever the case was. So, you know, I try and, you know, just be as, and we have sometimes, you know, I. I I have to step out because I want to keep my open door policy, but, uh, you know, I do love it. And I do love being able to just kind of more or less hang out with some of the people here. And that's something that I've, I learned a while ago, especially being someone that moves to a city where you didn't know anyone, because that was, again, that was just a social bummer at the time of literally not knowing anyone, you know, of being a 22 or 23 year old. And it's like, okay, you know what? I'm going to throw on my Eagles jersey and I'm going to go to a sports bar because I might be the only person, you know, going there by myself. But there might be one other Eagles fan. And you know what? And the dude is my friend today. And it was so funny (laughs) from like January of 2005. So, you know, there are certain things where it's just been awesome that it kind of forced you out of your comfort zone Mm -hmm. and out of your shell. Um, So, I mean, that's what, you know, I mean, and with the people that we have here, I mean, it's cool still. Like, there's still a handful of full-time and ushers that have been here longer than me, and they still love reminding me of that. But um, it's an awesome mix of people, and it's, again, the thing that's cool is that we have people in our office that are from literally all over the country from all sorts of different backgrounds, and just being able to talk to them and learn more about it and tell them about my experiences, both with the Legends, minor league baseball, but in Lexington. Minor League Baseball is known for a lot of shenanigans, just, you know, trying to get people in the door. And, I mean, that's just kind of its shtick, if you will. You guys do a really good job of coming up with a lot of different things, but also some meaningful things. You know, I think, again, it's, you know, we know Bark at the Park and and things like that. But you guys have really come up with some things to reach out to different communities to really get them and embrace them here at the park. And I really find that interesting that you guys kind of said, this is what we want to do. Oh, yeah. Well, so it's kind of cool. So, I mean, you know, it's always been in our company's DNA and everything. And then in 2017, we won out of the 160 minor league baseball teams, we won the minor league baseball award for community, community organization of the year. Um, so it was really awesome. But then it also like, I was like, all right, I got to look in the mirror and it's like, well, what's next? You know, like I can't just be like, oh yeah, cool. You know, pat yourself on the back. Yeah. You, Hey, you did it. It's like, well, you know, I want to be here for a long time. Like, so what, so we, you know, we added a handful of other initiatives in one of them being it's uh, I'm so proud of this one. This is the second year we've done it, uh, where we donate like 7,500 bucks to 13 different little leagues as well as do fundraisers for them, bring Big L, bring our players, bring our staff out. They do an awesome night at the ballpark. So it's just a win-win all around. You know, and being able to expand on those programs or one with United Way. If you're in Central Kentucky and you donate even a cent to United Way of the Bluegrass, you get a free Legends ticket. Um, We do all sorts of different fundraisers through the Legends or at the ballpark. I mean, I love when we have our walks and group events and board meetings and everything else at the ballpark because it's like, hey, we've got everything here, but in terms of like the infrastructure, um, everyone's also excited about parking. So we've got the parking here. Um, and then it's kind of, again, you know, it's like, well, how can we do more? How can we make it bigger? How can we help them more? Um, so that's always a fun, cool challenge. And it always, you know, you talk about, um, 
you know, you tell you ask someone to make 75 calls in a day and you can see them like soak down in their chair. But if you tell them that, hey, I want you to be the point person for the American Diabetes Association uh, walk and fundraiser here, they light up and they're looking for how many can do more. Mm -hmm. And they might even make end up making more than 75 phone calls, but they're super pumped about it. And it is just a breath of fresh air for them. Um, so that's one of the things, you know, I personally do whenever someone, when they, you know, get kind of in legends and, you know, kind of accustomed to the office or whatever else, you know, I say, okay, here quick, you know, I'm going to say something to you and you got to tell me what the first thing is that comes to your mind. What's a nonprofit or charity that's near and dear to you? Mm. You know, so I really want them to say, Hey, well, let's, you know, I'm not putting any pressure on you. Um, and then I'll reach out to the XYZ charity or nonprofit and if they have a board seat available, I love to recommend the person from the legends. If they have a committee, if they have a walk, if they have whatever the case may be so that each individual that's on our staff is involved with mm -hmm. a, a nonprofit or charity of their choice. I uh, do the same thing with chamber of commerce as we're literally represented and not just like, you know, a name or membership type thing. We have someone who goes to the Mercer County Chamber of Commerce events, that goes to the Jessamine County events, that goes to the Rowan County events. We have our entire staff represent, is represented at at least one of those chambers. So, I mean, it really is, it's a cool, you know, kind of low pressure, low stress way for them to really get out and meet people, but also so that the legends are represented at all these places. Um, but then, yes, we definitely like to have fun and promote everything. and. <laughs> We had one that we just like now, you know, we, we get it, we got it out there um, about our video, fun, like just a fun, goofy little, you know, video that we did in the office uh, promoting the Ludacris concert. Mm -hmm. And the dude who was like the, the main character in it, uh, I told him, I was like, man, you better never tell me again that you think it's unprofessional that we wear t-shirts as our <laughs> staff uniform. I was like, cause you can't, I was like, and I love the video. I was like, but please, do not tell me that you just spent a few hours thinking about that and creating it and being the lead actor, but you think wearing a t-shirt is unprofessional. <laughs> it got the uh, message out, right? Oh yeah, it absolutely. It's been awesome. Definitely. Andy, I've known you a long time. We've probably actually been professionally working in Lexington about the same time. And, and since I've known you, you really, community is what you're best at, getting out, giving back. Is that something that was taught to you you know for me it was fostered in my family and my parents kind of say gave me like a servant's heart was that something that your family kind of instilled in you or is it just something that you kind of learned professionally like man this is just the way you do it i'd say that i definitely learned it i definitely grew up with it but also being able to have this office and be a representative of this company and organization has amplified it um, my mom has the biggest heart of gold and I mean she loves she lives in Philadelphia but if I'm part of an event um, or if I'm in an event or whatever it is she always makes the trip to be here mm -hmm. and that is something that is just so cool and special she started her own um, she's always been very generous with her uh, the, she calls it the three T's time tra time talent and treasure mm -hmm. but um, she also, I mean, she started her own nonprofit called Dancing with the Students in, in inner city Philadelphia uh, like 12 years ago now. And it's so cool and special that it's grown to two schools in Lexington. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it was so funny. She was like, she would like say to me like, oh, one day, like I would hope that, you know, that we can dance at a Lexington Legends game. Like, would that be possible? I'm like, I can't tell if that's if you're like guilting me into this or if you're really literally you are asking two -time me. Dancing I know, with the so it's like, heck, yes, we can do it. And yes. 
But I mean, it's so awesome. And you know, I mean that again, being able to be with the legends and the professional baseball team and the one professional sports team in town. I mean, it really is awesome. And you know, it has the opportunity to amplify all of our efforts. You love baseball. You grew up playing baseball. I'm sure if you could, you'd still be playing baseball. What's your earliest memory of baseball in your life? So one of my earliest, and this has been a funny one, especially now that I'm a dad of a 10 month old that, uh, my mom was like throwing me, kind of tossing me wiffle balls. And at the time my mom was wearing glasses and I absolutely crushed one back to her and it broke her glasses. And I kept saying, mommy, I'm so sorry, mommy, I'm so sorry. And my mom was like, it's okay, it was a great hit. It was a great hit. And then I said, oh, mommy, I'm so sorry that I made your eyes bleed. And she was like, uh, okay, I think we're done. <laughs> uh, but it wasn't her eyes bleeding. It was the glasses that cut mm. her. But that was an awesome one. And then I still remember this was so cool when I was uh, 12 years old, which is kind of like a big time in Little League. I mean, that's, you know, it's the 12 year olds that go to Little League World Series. And I had kind of been, I started off awesome, but then was really kind of struggling. Um, so it was really cool where I used to live. There was a big field out in, across the street from our house. And for multiple days leading up to our playoffs, my dad just threw me batting practice and it was just me hitting. And then I'd go get all of the balls afterwards. And my first at bat in the playoffs, I hit a home run. And I just remember like, just, just so happy. I mean, it was just awesome and it was so cool. Um, so there were, I mean, there were awesome, a bunch of awesome ones. And I'm, I mean, I'm still best friends with all the guys that I played with in high school. I mean, it's, it's awesome. It is, I don't know if I'd still like playing or maybe I'd be in better shape if I was playing, I guess, because <laughs> sometimes now it's tough thinking about, oh man, can you imagine being a catcher on a day like today? But uh, Well, when that 10 month old gets a little bit older, uh, you're going to be running around, so you might be in I, better shape. I've already thought about it. I need to start loosening up my arm now for uh, coach pitch in like six years. Andy, what did sports teach you, you know, growing up and in, in life? My main, like amongst, like, I think the first one that always comes to mind is that it's about the guy next to you. I mean, and that's what I love is that, you know, you, especially in a sport, well, in every sport, like, if you're not bringing the guy up next to you, then you're not going to do well. And I mean, that's what's, you could be so great individually, but if the guy, if you're not making the people around you better, or if the people around you aren't doing better, you're not going to succeed because it is a team sport. So, I mean, that whole teamwork aspect, but then the, you know, being able to rely on the person next to you and that you know that they rely on you. Mm -hmm. I mean, those are the things that, you know, the whole, uh, when you're playing the physical and mental mistakes, like, hey, I can deal with the physical mistake, but I cannot deal with the mental mistake. So, and I think that that still, that logic still applies to work today. It's like, hey, I can deal with if, you know, say you didn't make a certain amount of sales if you were trying. But if you weren't trying and you didn't, that's when I can't deal with it. Sometimes I think growing up having played sports, it's kind of a blessing and a curse because we're two very driven people. Um, but then sometimes I think, man, like I should tone it down just a little bit, but that's all I know. You know, when your dad says, hey, go out and throw 300 pitches into a dog cage to get yeah. better, you're driven to do that. But then you're also like, my expectation of everyone else usually is way too high as well. And so sometimes I'm like, man, it's a blessing and a curse. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there are certain times where like I semi, I'm like, wait, is it fair for me to think that you know, that they're just not as pumped about this as me. And then like, I'm kind of, you know, but then I'm like, no, I was like, everyone should be this pumped. So like, you know, I'm a, I try and be as reasonable about it as possible. But um, yeah, I mean, I, that whole competitive kind of like alpha drive is 
real. You have been really important to the Big Brothers Big Sisters program here in this community. Um, you have been a big for a couple of guys, and I know that they are so very special to you. Where, why was that something that was important to you to give back to those guys? Because when I see them with you, like I would assume that they're yours. I yeah. mean, that is how close you guys are. Oh, it's awesome. We dropped the from Big Brothers Big Sisters, you know, a few years ago. Mm -hmm. It's just he's my brother, or they're my brothers. Um, it, so it was funny. I mean, I almost wish I had like a better story, but like, you know, um, I mentioned my mom earlier and she's a huge birthday person, always been a huge birthday person, always reminded me almost every day of some random person that there's no comfortable way to actually, that why would I, I was like, why the heck would I, I was like, I can't, that'd be so bizarre if I reached out to them saying happy birthday. But anyways, she's a huge birthday person. So after, I think it was after like my, so it would have been my 27th birthday. Um, you know, and I had a good old fun weekend and everything, but then it was like, you know, kind of looked in the mirror and was like, man, there definitely has to be something more and something different and all that stuff. And I just, um, you know, learned more about Big Brothers Big Sisters a week or two before because they had spoke to our office and all that stuff. So then the next day, I, I, you know, I reached out to them and said, hey, I think I'd really be interested in this. And the thing that like was so awesome was that you know, like I would joke, like when they were, they would ask, like in the little interview thing, like, what's your, what's your perfect little look like? I was like, well, he doesn't have to like sports, but that'd be awesome. You know, it doesn't have to be like an athletic guy, but you know, I work here and I did play sports. Um, so it was, I mean, so the match has been absolutely perfect. And I was matched with Christian when he was in fifth grade at Harrison and it was the wildest thing celebrating his 21st birthday the other day. Wow. Awesome, but 21st. so weird being at, you know, at a bar or whatever, hearing him order a drink, you know, like at, uh, at the restaurant, like it was so crazy. But <laughs> then it was kind of like, you know, through Christian when he was in fifth grade, so he was like 10, 10 or 11 at the time, um, you know, like I'd pick him up at his house or at his, you know, like whatever the case was. And, you know, there was one time where he would say like, hey, is it okay if Timmy comes? So of course I said yes, you know, and then uh, like, is it okay if Byron comes? Yeah, of course. Is it okay if uh, Scooter Terrell comes? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, I mean, it was kind of funny. That's, I was kind of slapped on the wrist and that's not how the program <laughs> is supposed to go, but I was kind of like, you know what? I can do it, you know, right. I'm fine with it. And I know that all the, my intentions are in the right place. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and then it was cool too at the time, you know, because if it was just Christian in my car, you know, like, and we were going to a restaurant, like he'd sit in the front seat. Hey, how's school going? Good. What's your favorite subject? I don't know. Do you see the this NFL game? And then we get talking like crazy and we talk about that. But, you know, when he was with his buddies, they'd sit in the back seat and they'd be hitting each other the whole time and they'd be whispering the whole time. And so I was just like, man, I was like, you know what? I love my time with him and I love when it's just the two of us, but I also love it when he can be an 11 year old. And he didn't, you know, it's not like he had any of those opportunities right. otherwise. Um, so through him, it was his cousin Curtis, uh, Dayron, Keon. I mean, there's so many of them over the years. And uh, three of them were groomsmen at my wedding two years ago. And, you know, I'm, I'm, it was so special that the first person, when we brought our son Drew home, the first person that met him was Christian. Oh, that's and awesome. And I loved that. And it was very intentional for sure. But, you know, it was just so special. And I can't wait. And, I mean, seeing the pictures and when he asks about him and when Dayron asks about him and... You know, I mean, it's just awesome. And they are Uncle Christian, Uncle Dayron, Uncle Curtis. I that's mean, great. it's that's who they are. Andy, when you sit here and, and we're watching um, some guys take, you know, uh, warm up on the field and stuff, and 
you know, this is just so cool that Lexington gets to experience this. How proud are you of when you sit here and you get to kind of sit back and look at everything over the park and, and the legends and, and the things that get to come here to the park? I am so proud. I mean, and, and one of the coolest, I guess it's almost counterintuitive, but it's when it's something that I know I don't know anyone here and I had nothing to do with it. That's when I'm like even more pumped because it's like, yes, there are so many awesome things going on. So many awesome people making this happen and it's just fun i mean that's what the amount of smiles and entertainment and people thanking us for their night here it's like mm. whoa i was like that's i was like that we should be thanking you for coming absolutely but you know i mean that's that's when it's just so proud when you see you know the fans go absolutely wild and when it's 19 years into the stadium but they're still talking about how clean awesome safe easy it was to walk in and get to here and that hot dog was awesome and all that stuff um, that's when it's, you know, again, it's like, oh man, that is so cool and so lucky. Absolutely. Andy, as we wrap up, one of the things that I always ask every guest, you know, this is called Uniquely Kentucky and obviously Kentucky wasn't your home, but it's become your home. What do you think makes this state so unique? I think that it's so cool that it's just like a little bit of everything. And they, I, I, what I tell all my friends from home, honestly, is that, um, it's a small city, but it's not minuscule and there's a ton of different things to do. Um, I went to, again, I went to Boston College and there are, Boston, College, Boston has a ton of colleges and college students, but it in no way is a college town. This definitely, you have like that university feel, but then you have Keeneland and the Red Mile, which is so cool and something that I'd never thought of twice before um, in terms of the whole horse world. You've got the legends in the spring and the summer. Um, You've got the emerging, well, it's emerged, I guess, in a sense, but always growing, the art scene, which mm. is really kind of cool. And, you know, I love that part at the ballpark because it's like, man, my brain doesn't think that way. You know, so it's like so cool being able to mix that with sports and athletes and all that stuff. Uh, and then you can go 10 minutes away and you are in like the most beautiful rural horse country that again, in my first however long in my life had never seen anything even remotely like it. Mm. Then you can be only about an hour, you know, an hour away from there, and you're in a bigger market, and you're in Cincinnati, and you've got an NFL team, and you've got a Major League Baseball team there, and all that stuff. Or you go only two and a half hours, and you're in Nashville, which is one of the cooler cities that I've ever been to. So that's like one of my favorite parts is that you know there's so many cool, awesome, unique things going on right here in Lexington, but you know if you just drive a little bit, I mean in Philadelphia it could take you an hour, an hour to get to you know, six miles. A couple of miles. Yeah, yeah exactly. easily. Here, I mean, you can have like the most unique and different experiences so, so easy. Yeah. What are you hoping to see the rest of the season? Because the Lord knows baseball is a long season. Oh, so yeah, you still absolutely. got a long way to go. Well, so I mean, I, I want to see plenty of people here, plenty of people smiling, um, knock on wood, hoping to get another concert here for September. Um, so that's what, you know, again, a huge, huge goal of mine is to see how we can utilize this facility 365 mm -hmm. days a year. We have 70 Legends games. So then, okay, well, what do we do with the other almost 300 days of the year? So that's what's so fun. And, you know, that's what hopefully keep filling up that schedule. Music is pretty cool in this venue. So awesome. you keep us posted on that. As I said, Andy, we say thank you to your family for investing in the Legends, investing in 
this park and this town and bringing good, clean fun to us here, oh, yeah. all right? If you see Andy out, tell him thank you because he is a big player in our community and just does so much and certainly they do a lot here at uh, Whitaker Bank Ballpark and we're thankful for that. So thank you for listening to Uniquely Kentucky. Until next time, folks, I'll see you on the TV on WKYT.